All right, welcome to the show. Let's start talking about sleep, I guess. You know, because I have than- absolutely no idea. I drink coffee and then go to sleep, you know. So uh, I think you're going to be... <laughs> I know I think that might be the cardinal sin, but, you know, uh, you're the expert on this. Take me, take me on a sleep journey. Sure, I'm super happy to take you on a sleep journey and beyond. Um, where would you like to start? How would you get into this? Because it's a little bit niche. Mm, yeah, it really is. Um, so I need to, to I need to wind back to when I was about 17 because this is when I decided to work in wellness. Um, I was really unwell. Mm. So I had severe um, depression, severe anorexia and severe anxiety. And um, I was really unwell in that. So I was in hospital, first as an inpatient and then as an outpatient. And that process was like six weeks as an inpatient and then three months as an outpatient. And through that, I had to learn to fight for my life and actually um you know uh move more of my energy into healing than into hurting Mm. and in that process um eventually it did you know tip over and then did start to get better and it was amazing because I went from hating my life and wanting to destroy it to wanting to live and having having these experiences that you know I was I was thriving again and after doing that myself, I was like, that's what I'm help- That's what I'm here to do, help other people do that exact transformation. I don't know exactly what it will be, but I just know that, that I know too much about that darkness mm. to forget and to not help people out of it. Mm. Um, so I was like, all right, I'm going to help people feel their best inside and out. I don't know what that means, but I just know that I need to study psychology, nutrition, and fitness. They're like my three pillars, right? Because that's, I think, what a lot of people think when you think about like health, like sleep is a more, you know, current um, awareness about how important it is. But when I was 17, you know, that's like 15 years ago, it was sleep, but sleep didn't really exist in terms of health. And so um, I was like, great, I'll study those three things and then I'll just combine them into something and help with overall wellness. And so so I did that, but then, and I started doing some coaching and then um, my, then I was, you know, getting, I was having, um, you know, coaching with various areas, be it mindset, weight loss, and then I had a few inquiries about sleep and I sort of thought about it and I was like, you know what, like sleep could be a really interesting thing to you know, specialize in because I don't know any other sleep coaches and I know heaps of, you know, mindset coaches, heaps of nutritionists, but, but nobody does sleep. Mm. And then I, th- I thought about it and I was like, I think, I think I could do sleep. So I didn't know, I didn't know the course, not a degree, um, sort of sleep psychology. And then, um started you know focusing my work there and like after like literally after 10 years of being in the wellness space of really you know sorry about five years of being in the wellness space of really trying to push 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 my message as soon as I did sleep everyone it, there was no push out it was just this flood of people wanting help and I was just like holy shit 
this is a thing. Wow. And then um, I was like, okay, I'm, I'm becoming a specialist. I work in this area. And so, you know, I um, rebranded all of my business and, you know, started creating a lot of content around sleep. And then pretty, pretty shortly after that, I got my, like one, one of my first biggest um, media campaigns, which was with Sealy Posturopedic. And like, I'm super proud of that. Like Sealy is like, you know, it's like one of the top, in the in the world in the betting business and um you know that was my first first campaign and then a few months later my second second campaign was with ikea and it was yeah like it was just amazing because these email they they both brands just literally emailed me like it's like if you know like you reached out to me on uh you know on was it instagram or email? i think it was instagram right and it was just like as 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 out of the blue as that, like, you know, I hadn't ever spoken to IKEA or Sealy. And I'm like, two of the biggest betting businesses in the world want me to represent them. Holy crap, like this is huge. And I was like, all right, universe, you're giving me such strong signals that you want me to do this that I'm just gonna I'm just gonna follow suit. Mm-hmm. I'm quite intuitive and really aligned with, you know, messages and like it's a pretty loud and clear message when, you know, IKEA and Sealy reach out to you and they're like, hey, can you be our media spokesperson? Yeah, so um, yeah, that was 2018. And then it's just been a really evolving journey since then, you know, like working with more clients, more brands, um doing more writing we were talking about writing before before and um I'm too I'm a fellow writer so I I wrote my book Bear Lion Wolf in 2021 and then um that's been published and that's in now 11 countries which is really great I'm really proud of that one and um yeah I write with Body and Soul, which is Australia's leading health media publication. Got a column called Sleep Well Wednesdays. And so, yeah, outside of that, I'm still just working with my sleep clients and, you know, helping them get better results and get better sleep quality. And, yeah, I'm just over here just doing my thing. And um, that's kind of how I got into it and why I got into it. And, um, yeah. <laughs> wow. What a rad journey, you know, like something that is kind of shown that there was a door opening and you just ran with it and, and kind of followed it and keep following it and bouncing from thing to thing. And I think that's a, yeah. a testament to your tenacity and also like a little bit of a tip of the cap to anyone who's like, ah, oh, maybe I should try this. I was like, yeah, just fucking jump in the deep end and see what happens. Sure. Guess what? Maybe, maybe it doesn't work out. Okay, fantastic. But what if it does? You know, and exactly. now you're in Italy, you know, sipping margaritas, you know, red wine all day, living a living the good life, doing zero work, you know, feet up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking. It's funny. It's um I think so so yeah, I am in Italy. I'm now living over here. It's actually funny because I was talking about this last night. You know, I've always had my own business. Like that was always the goal. Just have your own business. So then you can work the hours that you want and you can work as much as you want. Mm-hmm. That's always the, that's the premise anyway. I don't think it's, I don't know if it's 
executed as well but that was always the concept of you know I always wanted to have my own business that was online so I could just cruise around and travel and all of this and um it's interesting though because you know the I don't have a lot of face-to-face meetings it's something that um I just I have very I'm quite select with my partners I would prefer to have fewer partners and fewer demands on my schedule than you know, be back to back on Zooms for nine hours a day, day after day. That's just not, that's not my idea of what I want in my life. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's interesting though, because I feel like I have such a high priority on enjoying my life in the process of work that by the time I actually get to work, I don't feel like, like more, sure, it's not all the time. But I feel like a large majority of the time when I come to work, I actually want to be there. Like, yep. it's not like I feel like I have to. Like, like I'm like, I'm feeling really abundant in myself and I'm feeling like really like I want to give this advice. I want to help people. Um, you know, I want to partner with brands that have quality sleep solutions, you know, that, that genuinely excites me. Um, but I feel like, you know, that's only because I give myself like a lot of space. So, you know, I have every day, you know, the things that are really important to me, like spending lots of time in nature, having like a really solid like gym session, like having space to talk to my family and friends back home in Australia. Like these are things that are priorities to me. Mm. And because I make space for them every day, then usually when I'm actually arriving to my work, I'm, I'm ready to work. I feel like I've had my time. Um, and I think that's really important. And I, I know that um, that's been a really big principle of mine all throughout my career and has probably allowed me to, you know, develop my expertise as it is because the thing is that, like, you know, nobody – Nobody sat, sat me down, you know, five years ago and said, hey, Olivia, like, you're going to be a sleep expert, right? Like, I had to, <laughs> I had to believe that for myself. I had to believe that I was a sleep girl and that that was my role and, you know, that I could help people like this. And, you know, you, that takes a lot of, as you said, like, tenacity. And that took a lot of, you know, like, writing my book, for example, like, that's a lot of time and energy. And so I think what I'm trying to say is, you know, like it's so important to enjoy the journey when you are striving to, you know, achieve anything because usually a journey will take a long time to get to like the really top of anything. It takes time and effort and energy. And if you're not mindful to balance that, you know, your goal with the process of enjoying then you'll do what I've done famously many, many times is that you burn out and then all of a sudden you stop your work, goes to, your work quality goes down, you go down and then it's a process of rebuilding. But I'm getting a lot better of just actually enjoying the process. So I'm not going, I'm not on that burnout and thrive um, wheel anymore so much. So um, yeah. Yeah, I'm definitely what- guilty of that one too. You know, going yeah, yeah. so hard for six to 12 months. And then it's like, 
you're like walking around spaced out cross-eyed all the time right. and you have no right. idea about what's going on at all times yeah. and yeah I think it really really is true you know you can everyone's done a job that they don't like right and you walk in and usually your your colleagues don't particularly like the job either and you watch them and all the time they're at work they're tired mm. and you're probably tired you're like oh dragging your feet you know mm. just trying to get through the day however means possible you know, taking three shits that day and sitting on the toilet for 20 minutes, not actually doing anything, just trying to waste time, right? Mm -hmm. But when you're doing something that you actually enjoy that process, like you have this weird second wind that doesn't go away. Yeah, you're, you're, you're fueled by your own passion for sure. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, so and I think, um, you know, you just, the, the initial question was about sleep. And I think, Something, you know, and you just mentioned, you know, you when you're not doing something you love, you feel so tired. I think it's really important to recognize that there's like fatigue comes from many sources. And this is something that I haven't really spoken about in the past, but I think is an interesting perspective to have. It's like you can be like emotionally tired. You can be physically tired. You can be spiritually tired. You can be mentally tired. You know, there is lots of different forms of fatigue. And I feel like, you know, for for the ways that I look at sleep, in a, it's always in a very holistic way. And my remedies are holistic. You know, I've got a bedtime routine that I'll share with you. But, you know, the approach is that sleep is not something that just happens, but it happens as a result of what you are or are not doing. And then in terms of your energy, that's a result of your sleep quality and also a result of what you, what you are and are not doing. Um, and so I feel like if, you know, if an individual is listening to this in your community and they're feeling really, really tired, I think it's an important um, distinction to make. It's like, what is the source of my tiredness? Is it that I haven't had you know, sufficient sleep, that's one element. But is it that I am arriving to my work and I do not feel aligned with it? Is it that I feel like spiritually I am living half my life? You know, we, we spoke about, um, you know, me, me re relocating to Italy, which is just a recent thing. And I'll be honest with you, in Sydney, I didn't have the energy that I have now because spiritually I wasn't alive and I was, I was, I was physically energized. I was, but in terms of my emotional health, in terms of my spiritual health, I was exhausted and I brought that into the day. And so I could get great quality sleep, but I was still feeling that sense of fatigue because I wasn't mindful that, you know, to care for those other er other er other areas of my life that related to energy production. Mm. So let's let's dive into that a little bit because I find that absolutely fascinating of different mm. uh, categories of fatigue, right? Because everybody would just think, oh, you've not rested enough, you've not slept enough, or you're stressed, and that's kind of like the main three that people would would kind of highlight, right? But then we don't yeah. think about the spiritually fatigued, emotionally fatigued, or even 
for the fellow introverts out there like socially fatigued too right because you're just sure. like i've had enough of talking to people you know right. which is i really do relate to which is i'm also a bit of a weird oxymoron because i love coaching and that's what fires me up like that i can run off all day long but as soon as i've finished mm. i am socially done like i've right. not got a drop left it's like i can't i'm sorry like i can't construct a sentence you know so i yeah. think let's dive into these like this is really this is fascinating i'm glad you're fascinated <laughs> you're, you're teaching me here never mind anybody else <laughs> Sure, I think so, you know, we're talking about, so like there's, in terms of your energy, first, obviously you've got physical energy and that's directly related to you know, your sleep quality, let's just, as well as, you know, the other physiological measures, your nutrients, um, your environment, how much exercise you've done or not done, you know, your physical health conditions, that's one that's one area of, you know, sleep and fatigue and that has a huge impact on how you feel. But then exactly as we're saying, you know, there is how emotionally energized are you and what it's interesting because I can often have a client and we work on what is what I, what I tend to believe is like top line sleep, sleep, sleep uh, psychology which is essentially just you know are you doing all of the physiological things that make us sleep well and make us energized so you know are you shutting off on screens are you reducing your caffeine intake are you um you know are you having a sleep sanctuary and reducing light in the evening you know are the are the the top line you know, things that are just on top of the surface that are easily pinpoint, are they in check? Mm. Um, and often all of these things will be, but then the person's still experiencing sleeping problems and energy problems the next day. So I'm like, all right, cool. So now we have to dig deeper because if you're doing all of those things, but you're still exhausted, then there's something else going on. And mm. usually that's, that's psychology. And so it's like, all right, what, what do you believe about the day? You know, what, what are you energized about during the day? And, you know, similarly, what are you stressed about during the day? You know, a lot of people that I see have problems with like anxiety. You know, a, a client of mine recently, she was saying she was going to bed super, super anxious and so much so that she was just waking through the night. And so I said to her, I'm like, okay, so, um, you know, what's, what's going on when did this anxiety start and you know wh what has been your daily patterns and what are you what are you anxious about specifically and she's like oh you know well um I need to get up at like 4 30 in the morning and I'm often anxious because I need to go to the gym with my sister even though it's like way too early for me I feel like I need to be there for her or all this and I'm like interesting interesting I'm like, well, what if we took away that, you know, what if what if the next week you didn't do your that 4.30 wake up? How would you feel about that? She's like, oh, my God, even just talking about that makes me feel so much better. 
because for all of our anxiety, you know, we'd 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 done all of the, the top line sleep um psych- sleep psychology, and so it was just this deeper sense of stress and anxiety that around getting up at four thirty, which was way too early. You know, she's a mum; she's like tired already, and it's interesting because you know we identified that that was the main source of her anxiety and you know removing that element has allowed her to be more emotionally energized and so then what what was happening is she was going to bed feeling so anxious and feeling so like unhappy about having to get up at 4 30 that when she was going to bed a she was anxious because she was worried that she was going to sleep in but b she felt that she didn't have her like it's it's like she felt locked into it and so she didn't so she didn't do her bedtime routine that night before because deep down she didn't actually want to get up you know and so I think it's really important to recognize that um you know so that for her it that was that was emotion she was emotionally exhausted you know um, so that's one that's one side of you know energy production. It's like during the day, what are you excited about? What are you? What's driving you? You know, what are you getting up for? You know, what what is lighting you up inside? Because if you don't answer these questions, you can have great sleep quality, but still be exhausted because you're you might be arriving to a job that you hate where you might be arriving home after a job that to, and you don't have something that nourishes your soul. You know, and similarly, you know, this is the same, the same um, belief system can be added to, you know, spiritually, like how are you fueling your soul? Mm. Like what's getting you, what's energizing your, your spirit, you know? And so I think it's really important when you really dive deep into sleep to consider these elements. And I think a lot of people who feel like they've tried everything, it's usually that they haven't explored the deeper roots of what their, what their beliefs on sleep are, but also what their, what their beliefs and what their daily structures are. Because usually what I find is that they are not, they're not they're not excited about their lives therefore it doesn't they don't want to go to bed because they actually don't want to wake up and so then they start doing all of these self-destructive things like not doing your bedtime routine or you know having caffeine late because you really just don't give a shit i and so i think really agree Mm, thank yeah. you. Like the amount of uh, self-sabotage that people do, whether it's consciously or subconsciously, is actually quite staggering. Yeah. Yeah, it's huge. You know, when, when it comes to sleep, okay, so we all know that screens are probably the worst thing for our, for our sleep, right? Yep. I'm just turning you up. That's right. So we all know this, but, you know, how many of us find it easy to follow that advice and I'm, I'm yeah right I'm, and I'm wondering you know is it because we feel 
feel that most days we don't have enough emotionally energizing time that by the by the end of the day because we're so depleted we've been giving 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 to other people we find this space of you know just an hour of me time and I, I hear this a lot and although we could have many things to have our me time a our phones make it very fun and exciting they're very addictive but b it's almost like you're 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 feeling resentful that all day you've been delivering to other people and you haven't had five seconds to yourself that even though you know oh this is probably going to ruin my sleep it's almost like you're rebelling against it because you're like I've had to follow the rules all day all day I've been saying yes no how much you know or serving 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 and so you know what, let me get to the end of the day and fuck, just let me do exactly what I want to do. I'm done serving other people and I want to do what I want to do. And if that means being on my screens, then that means being on my screens. But hell, you're not taking that away from me because I've been serving other people all day. And so there's a bit of like a, you know, it's a, it's a rebellion against being on being you know serving other people and it's a rebellion against you know not having enough time for ourselves and you know because yeah like that's it's such a basic thing to um that helps our sleep but it's one of the most challenging and so i like to consider okay so why why is it so challenging and this is actually what i what the feedback that i get from my clients they're just like I'm so busy throughout the day. I don't have two seconds to myself. It's the only time that I have. And I just, I just really want to have my own time. However, I want to have it. Yeah. It's, it's quite strange how modern society deems free time as spare time and mm. then acts accordingly to try and fill it with work. Right. It was like, mm. just because you're awake does not mean that you should be working right like no. you know work when you work when you're working put your head down and get it done and when you're not it's over mm. you don't think mm. about it you know and usually mm. when you work for yourself i don't know about you but if i'm doing something like menial job like whether i'm laboring gardening you know doing some sort of monostructural cardio where i'm just like rowing swimming running walking whatever where it's just I can just kind of completely switch my brain off. That's when the light bulb moment happened. That's when mm. things start sparking, you know, like the first nice. five, 10, 15 minutes of a, of a hike. I'm on the, in the notes of my phone more times than I'm not just full of ideas. Yeah. But you only get there from turning things off and you got to actively do that. Definitely. I'm going to pose a statement to you. And do you think it's true mm -hmm. or not? That like fatigue mm -hmm. is an emotionally driven state. Yes, I know. So yes, like this loops back to what we were saying. So yes, yes, emotions are part of it, but part of fatigue. But physic, physic, physiology is also part of fatigue. So, like, if you have really bad sleep quality 
even if you're very happy and very enthused about you know your life and what you're doing if you're you know you're waking up through the night and all of this and you know you're just really having really bad quality sleep then that will contribute to significant fatigue so I think it's I think you know it's about appreciating the holistic nature of our wellness and appreciating the holistic nature of sleep Mm. that's a pretty good answer (laughs) (laughs) um i i mean again i agree i think everything is usually and rather than or you know it's everything's a gray area most things are a gray area right um just an observation from my end of just seeing people just coming in and out as a non-sleep expert i must admit is the amount of people that hide from their emotion and actively run away from it you know actively seek something to mask said emotion so they don't have to deal with it and i think uh mm. i think again that's just where the phones come in you know alcohol a load of caffeine mm. you know whatever it is just like let's overstimulate myself so i don't have to deal with something which then also negatively impacts the sleep and then it just kind of we're on a di- downward spiral from there right for sure yeah it's um it's interesting like a lot of people, that's their method to cope with, you know, just whatever stress and unhappiness in their in their lives. They just bury it within themselves. Yeah, I think it's, I think you know, it's really hard when when you're in you're in a position where, say, for example, you are a parent and you're working at a job that you really don't like you're in a relatively unhappy marriage and you you know you feel that okay I know I'm not enjoying my life but I don't want my kids to have a broken home and it's really important that they have their best life and so you know what I'm just going to kind of ignore the fact that I'm not so happy begin put their put their wellness as priority so I put their, you know, their wellness and their them as a priority. So I'm just going to suck it up for now. And in terms of my partnership, I'm just going to, you know, suck it up as well because I don't want my kids to grow up and, you know, have to have two homes. Mm. Now this exact situation happened to my family, so I know it, and I know that it was really hard for both my parents to be in this. But the alternative to 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 that was to a recognize this is a problem and b make changes and neither of those neither of those options they wanted to progress with because they didn't have clarity about well how can i provide a loving home for my family if it is in two places and how can i have a partner that supports me in being my best because right now I don't have that, so I don't know what that looks like. And so I think a lot of people, they, they have this awareness that something's not right, but they don't have the solution. And because they don't have the solution, it's easier to just ignore the problem and pretend it is okay. Otherwise, if you recognize it's a problem, then you're kind of hitting yourself in the ass to do something about it. Yeah. But if it's not a problem, then, well, nothing needs to change. 
it's easier to bury your head in the sand, right? Correct. Correct. Ignorance is bliss. Ignorance is bliss. Hence, you know, alcohol, going out, partying, you know, um, you know, trying to, trying to fill your, fill that void, you know, with, uh, shopping and, you know, expensive trips and, you know, looking perfect on Instagram and all this, all this crap that's just like, you know, trying to make us feel better because deep down we actually feel really bad. Yeah. Um, but it's, yeah, but it's interesting because I feel like, you know, when the opposite happens, when you feel really good, you don't need these external pieces to validate your happiness. Mm. You know, like right now I'm you know, in the South of Italy and I'm just so happy and I don't, I'm not feeling called to, you know, go shopping and spend lots of money and, you know, do these things that I know in Sydney I was because I wasn't so happy. Whereas now I'm living like a super, you know, it sounds really exotic. Oh, wow. I'm in Italy, but like, actually the town that I'm in is just this tiny little coastal town. It's called Trapea. It's, you know, this locals only, it's kind of like staying, um, you know, it's like two hours away from the city you know, super simple. There's just my, my, my daily processes. I go to the gym, I go to the beach, I do some work and I have some good food at some point. Mm. Like it's not, there's nothing groundbreaking about this. There's nothing, you know, like, oh my God, I have to, you know, share this with the world. But it's just, I'm living in such alignment with what's making me truly happy. And I'm feeling truly happy that, you know, I don't need these uh, external pieces to validate anything you know it's fulfilling um, and it's in yeah it is and you know in terms of you know my sleep like i'm sleeping very well <laughs> um but you know in sydney there was a lot more dichotomy so for me i like one of my escape mechanisms was actually to sleep like mm. i noticed when i when I was when I'm going through like a more of a like depressed phase and I just feel I just feel like oh, I've given up, you know nothing's going to change. Uh, I'm just resigned to myself. I actually sleep like ten hours a day, like it's wild. And I'll wake up and I'll be so exhausted mm. because I don't I actually don't want to get up. I'm not happy to get up. I'm not happy to live that life. Um, and you know then some sometimes then I'll then I'll go through a phase like that. And then on the other side, I'll have, you know, I'll have some brilliant idea about what's going to save me and make me feel better. So temporarily I have these bursts of activity where I'm asleep. And then in terms of my sleep, I might be sleeping, you know, much less than normal, which is, you know, maybe five, five hours, four hours, six hours, you know, just on the shorter scale. And it's because like, I'm just mentally like I'm obsessed about like, oh my God, I've got, I've got to, you know, create this, whatever I'm working on, this is going to be the answer, right? Mm. And so it's like this hyperactive activity, you know, and I, and I definitely know that for anyone who's listening, that if they've suffered from bipolar, that's definitely, uh, you know, having those two elements, like more of like the high and the low, that's something that's very typical of bipolar. And I'm, I haven't been you know, diagnosed with bipolar, but reading the you know what you read about bipolar and and the and the impact it has on your mood and, oh god 
mood, energy, um, you know, emotional health, sleep health, that's very um, on par with what I've, I've experienced in the past. Mm. Um, so yeah, but it's interesting because, yeah, then coming into balance now, I'm quite consistent with my sleep and, um, yeah, it's beautiful. Amazing. Amazing. Boss, I got three minutes, so I want to ask my three questions. Uh, we're gonna have Let's to do, do this it. again. Like I'm, you've got me on the hook. Like I, I'm fascinated, and I wanna, I wanna keep learning. But anyway, my three questions. Uh, what's the greatest piece of life advice you've ever received? Um, enjoy the journey. Mm. Really simple, but really effective. Like oh, I think yes. for many years. I think for many years, I was just thinking at the end goal. And then somebody was like, make sure you enjoy the journey. And I'm like, like, am I enjoying the journey or, or am I just thinking at the goal? And I was like, oh my God, I have no enjoyment of the journey. And I was like, I probably should do that. So for me, it was very Maybe. powerful. Yeah. It might be a good idea. <laughs> right. Maybe a little good idea. A little what's, good idea. What's the worst piece of life advice you ever received? Mm, I'm not sure. I don't think about bad things too much. So <laughs> I don't really keep track of, of bad advice. <laughs> uh, that's good. I guess that's a good thing. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Three words you'd tell your younger self. Three words. Um, be nice to yourself. <laughs> three words, but it's good. It's, it's put those in three words, however, but yeah, just, you know, something that, you know, through my journey, like I'm still, you know, um, newly in a much better space of, you know, from having, you know, severe anorexia, having severe depression, severe anxiety. And, um, you know, I think what's actually helping me is, you know, often I just, I'm in a moment and I'm just like, I really need to be nice to myself. Mm. And that for me is helping me keep aligned. And so I wish I would have, have been able to be a bit nicer to myself when mm. I was younger. Beautiful. Mm. I, I fucking love this. We need to do this again. Email Thank me uh, a time a and I'll make this work. This is spot on. Like, and I need to learn more about sleep. We all need to learn more about sleep. But if yeah. that is the case, everyone is welcome to connect with me. I do coaching. I've got an online program. Um, I'm on Instagram, which I've been sleep expert. I'm usually the first one that comes up. Boom. And I'm so happy to help. Thank you so much. All right. Talk Pleasure. soon. Bye, everybody. Bye.